0: Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Friday afternoon, everybody. Kip Harrods here with the Daily VRA Investing Podcast. Bit of a slow summer-like day today, but a lot of interesting things happening underneath the hood. We'll cover that more in a moment, but these internals are really pretty stunning. I'll just give you a sneak peek here. Once again, new 52-week highs to lows, even on a quiet day like today, kind of a mixed bag in the markets. More than 220 New 52 week highs to just 17 new 52 week lows. 1.5 billion uh, more in up volume, the down volume on NASDAQ, even on, again, a very quiet day after we saw the same thing yesterday. These are all signs of a market that's broadening. You know, coronavirus insanity or not, uh, what we're seeing, again, under the hood, what we're seeing with the first NASDAQ and uh, semiconductors and the queues hitting new all time highs day after day after day, clearly. Clearly moving into the broad markets now, seeing it across the board. Uh, Again, today, kind of a quiet day today. Uh, Everybody's getting ready now for phase four of the coronavirus bailout. This is what's being talked about. This is what's coming next. Uh, In addition to uh, over 4 million Americans taking advantage of the uh, mortgage forbearance program agreements, freeing up a lot of money for liquidity, probably a lot of money that's coming into the stock market as well. Renters not paying rent. All of this is going to come to a head at some point, but Trump is really between a rock and a hard place. It's a lose-lose situation. Either he agrees to a massive federal bailout of blue states included that are already financially and fiscally bankrupt, or you see a whole lot of renters are going to be evicted. A whole lot of landlords are going to force pressure on businesses that haven't been able to make these payments. On the flip side of that is if Trump does agree to it, and remember Phase four, already passed by the House, is a $3 trillion uh, bailout program. A lot of that money going towards bankrupt blue states, California, New York, New Jersey, Illinois, et cetera, that are looking for a lifeline because they're already in a lot of fiscal trouble before coronavirus. The downside there for Trump is if he agrees to uh, to a program like that, then Republican voters are going to have a problem with him bailing out blue states. So a lot of things to watch here uh, as Congress uh, comes back into session next week and uh, as these uh, coronavirus bailout packages start to, uh, to, to, to run out. So we'll be, we'll be uh, tracking here closely for you. That's what we're watching this week underneath the hood. Again, quiet day today. Dow Jones down, uh, what is that, 62 points, closing at 26,621, down just a quarter of a point. Uh, S&P of 100 up a quarter of a percent, up nine points at 3224. Uh, The action, of course, has been in the Nasdaq. It really took a breather this week. This is the week that the market could have really gotten cracked, and it didn't. Uh, The Nasdaq uh, really did not have a good week compared to the the rest of the broad markets. Tech semis did not lead, which is kind of an oddity, but maybe uh, just refueling for the next move higher. Nasdaq today was up 29 points at 10,503. And finally. Russ two thousand, the hardest hit of our broad market indexes, now inching back above its two hundred day moving average. We'll see this time if it can hold. This is the second time since the uh, March twenty March twenty third lows that it has been back above the two hundred day. It got pounded at that level after spending just a few days above it last time. And Russ two thousand up uh, four tenths to one percent today. Um, okay, let's take a look under the hood. I'll tell you what we we're talking about earlier here. Again, the internals, again, pretty stunning. Yesterday. Even with the Nasdaq down 8 tenths of 1% yesterday, we had a billion more advancing, excuse me, a a billion more companies finishing up volume than down volume. And today we saw it again. Again, just slight gains in the Nasdaq, but 1.5 billion more up volume than down volume. That is a stunner. I don't recall ever in my career uh, seeing back to back days with the Nasdaq flat to down with this kind of uh, a broadening action here. It really is yeah, – trying to make the point of it here because it is It is impressive. Again, same thing, new 52-week highs to lows blowing away. Uh, and, and this is a, a daily recurring theme now as, as, as the market is broadening out. We saw it in the housing index again yesterday Is the housing index is now back above its 200-day moving average. We shared this with our clients this morning from the March 23rd lows, the HGX, the housing index – has hit that lower trend line exactly, no fewer than seven to eight times. Every time it's hit that lower supporting trend line, again, it's been in place since March 23rd lows. It's bounced right off it. HGX, the housing index, is now back above its 200-day with a gap move higher yesterday. We had follow-through action today. There is no more important leading economic indicator in the U.S. than housing. That is a very bullish sign. Uh, also, uh, NYSE today was positive, uh, up, down volume and new highs, new lows. More Matter of fact, we had 1.4 billion more up volume, the down volume in, in the NYSE today itself. So, again, uh, it may have seemed like a boring day, but the action in the internals is about as good as you're going to see it on down to flat days back to back here. And our sector watch, we had, uh, what is that, seven SP 500 sectors closing higher on the day, led by utilities up 2.2%. Uh, real estate, again, on the back of strong housing market news and moves. Real estate up 1.4%. Again, anticipating the next phase, phase four of the coronavirus bailout package that Congress will be talking about next week. And health care up 1.4% as well. On the downside, energy giving up some of its gains. Uh, energy stocks down 1.5% today as a sector. And financials really going nowhere. You know, pretty interesting news this week. Uh, from the financials, talking about uh, the banks, talking about you know how they've done trading-wise, they've crushed it. Everything else, they're putting massive amounts—at least twenty billion dollars—set set aside this week by major money-center banks uh, into uh, loan-loss reserve programs because they know what's coming next. Uh, but again, the uh, the stimulus programs, bailout packages, quantitative easing—well over, uh, well over right now in the United States, six trillion dollars, not including the leverage. That they've used in these programs to really amp up the returns uh, are, have, have really fueled a lot of this move that we've seen so far. Uh, and uh, let's take a look at our uh, at our uh, uh, at our uh, commodity wise today. Uh, again, this was a tale of me- of precious metals and miners today. I'll just kind of get right to it. Today we saw uh, GDX, which is the miner ETF, <clears throat> closed at a new hit a new seven year high today. We saw GDXG, which is the uh, gold miner junior ETF, uh, junior gold miners, also hit a new seven-year high today uh, on the backs of a a solid move higher in gold of $12 an ounce, trading right now at $18, uh, $1,812 an ounce, which is just $100 an ounce away uh, from those all-time highs in 2011. Silver up a big, uh, today uh, 1%, again, uh, approaching $20 Twenty dollars an ounce hasn't been there in four years. Silver right now trading at nineteen seventy-five uh, since announced up one percent today, and copper continues this big run up slightly today, but trading at two ninety. And uh, the, again, copper—they call it Doctor Copper—because uh, copper is the most important industrial metal. Copper has been enjoying a massive recovery, almost a parabolic move higher here. Looks almost like a, a chart of the semiconductors from earlier and uh, that is a very good sign for the global economy as well uh, because the, 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 the national media, all they're going to talk about are the new cases, record numbers of new cases, record numbers of new cases, and guess what? Death totals continue to plummet. If you've seen the news about Houston and, 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 and uh, Texas hospitals being uh, ramped to capacity, there's no room available. It's just complete nonsense. You know, we have local reporting here. We have right now, today, as of in Houston, 2,100 empty beds. We've only had 1% week-over-week growth in hospitalized COVID patients, coronavirus patients. So don't believe this mass hysteria, fear-based media, because that's all they want to sell us. Find some journalism, some reporters you can trust, and report that instead, folks. How about that? Goodness gracious. Unwatchable. CNBC. Completely unwatchable with this nonsense. Bloomberg's not much better, to tell you the truth. And again, full Commodity Watch here. Uh, Oil today. Down slightly, down $0.70 cents a barrel at $40.58 a barrel. And finally, Bitcoin continues coil spring action. We like it a lot here, uh, trading it uh, right at 90, just below $9,200 a Bitcoin, uh, $50 a Bitcoin. Can't seem to get out of its own way. We think that's going uh, to reverse to the upside here for too long. All right, folks, that's it. I hope you had a good week, an even better weekend. We'll look forward to seeing you back here again Monday after the close.